Welcome to the First Right Podcast, the weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration of America. I'm your host for this episode, Nick Jeebus, with Restoration of America, and today we're excited to have with us Bridget Gabriel, National Security Analyst, New York Times bestselling author, and chairman of ACTforamerica.org. Her latest bestseller is Rise. So, Bridget, few people in America are more qualified than you to speak about the Middle East. You were born in Lebanon. You survived a war there as a young person. You moved to Israel, immigrated to America, and now you run a prominent organization engaged in protecting America's national security. So how would you sum up what's going on in the wake of these October 7th terrorist attacks on Israel? Uh, I think this is a wake-up call, not just for Israel, but for the whole world. Look, uh, terrorism may be contained for a little bit, but it will always rear its ugly head. Israel was attacked when they least expected it. It took them completely by surprise, which was shocking for the whole world community, considering Israeli intelligence is the best in the world. However, the the October 7th massacre was especially a wake-up call to the Jewish community, especially the internet national Jewish community. You know, Israelis always knew that the Palestinians hated them, that the Palestinians wanted their destruction. But Jews, especially here in the United States, who allied themselves with Black Lives Matter, with leftist organization, thinking, uh, you know, they are all into diversity, equity, and inclusion, all of a sudden woke up to realize that the people they trusted and put all their faith in to stand with them like Black Lives Matter, like, you know, the, the, the underdog organizations in this country that uh, supported, you know, like CARE. Uh, I know a lot of Jewish leaders were cozying up to the Council on American Islamic Relations in an interfaith dialogue. All of a sudden realized people are marching on the streets screaming from the river to the sea, Palestine shall be free, meaning wiping Israel off the map, or just a plain out hatred against the Jews. I think it's a wake up call for Israel and the United States about anti-Semitism. But it was also a wake-up call for America because the same people who are pulling down American flags during these pro-Palestinian demonstrations are the same wannabe terrorists who can turn against us on a dime. Yes, and you're pointing out that hypocrisy there where so many people, organizations that you thought would support Israel are now turning their backs on them. And you've warned for years about Islamist terrorism. The rhetoric on American campuses especially has been brought into focus recently for some Americans who haven't been paying attention. How real is that indoctrination against young people on our campuses today? Uh, That's an amazing indoctrination. And as you mentioned, I've been talking about this for years. When my first book came out titled Because They Hate, I have a whole chapter about the fifth column on our universities. And I talk about how foreign governments using uh, the Title VI program to funnel money into our universities. You see, the Title VI program was founded by our country after World War II to help American students who wanted to get into the diplomatic Corps who wanted to work for the State Department or the CIA to learn about foreign languages and foreign cultures so they may be an asset to our country. That's why the Title VI program was instituted. However, with the oil uh, uh, money flooding into the Middle East and with all the hatred in the Middle East against Israel and the United States, uh, Muslim countries started funneling millions of dollars into our universities, setting up uh, uh, Arab study department and political 
political science department and appointing professors who are anti-America and anti-Israel to teach that Israel is evil and America is, is an oppressor and the Islamic world is the oppressed. And so after 20 years of this education, all these students that were studying, remember, I was talking about this stuff in 2006. So all these students who have been graduating since 2006, who are now in their mid forties, are today the news anchors, the news reporters, the policy makers, the policy shapers, and are completely brainwashed. This is exactly why we have lost control of the mainstream media. And this has been happening. You know, you know they say an overnight success takes 20 years. This did not start yesterday. It's been happening for years, but Americans buried their head in the sand, pretending that the problem did not exist. If we don't deal with it, it'll go away on its own. And here we are dealing with Goliath in our country with a new generation that is completely brainwashed, not just anti-Israel, but anti-United States. But you bring up the United States and tell me then, spell it out for me, where should the U.S. be standing right now and what should we be doing in the middle of this conflict? Look, America needs to stand with Israel. Israel is our only ally in the Middle East. Israel is our eyes and ears in the Middle East. And Israel is the only country we can trust because they are on the same page with us. Israel is in the middle of a sea of Arabic dictators. You know, I call, I call the countries uh, uh, tribes with flags. You can identify every country with one man regime or one royal family. And so uh, while the, thank God for uh, President Trump with the Abraham Accord, where he was able to bring Arab leaders leaders together and say, hey, let's work together. Let's make sure we have peace with Israel. Egypt had already signed a peace treaty with Israel. Jordan signed a peace treaty with Israel. He was able to bring in Dubai. Now there are flights between Tel Aviv and Dubai. You know, the Saudis were about to sign a peace treaty with Israel. And that's why Iran felt the pressure to basically fund and conduct this operation uh, to make sure that peace treaty does not go through. Uh, but America needs to stand with Israel. Uh, you know, we are fighting the exact same enemy who is devoted to the destruction of Israel as well as the United States. We're not their friends. We can kid ourselves, their friends meaning the Islamic world. We can kid ourselves. We can say, oh, we got along. We're great. They got along with us as long as we are strong. They can turn against us in a dime. You mentioned President Trump, but I'd like to bring in quickly the idea of President Obama and how there was a very soft stance against Islam and radical Islam back when he was president. It seems to have carried over into the Biden administration. Is this idea of Islamophobia, is it purposely being overstated? Uh, well, it is purposely being used to silence anybody who is speaking the truth about a, about an issue that we need to deal with. Look, when you have Islamists screaming Allahu Akbar, even in the Palestinian demonstrations that we saw on the streets of New York, I mean, look at the imam that was speaking about Islam will dominate. This was last week, just a few days ago. They are what, what, The thing about the October 7th massacre is it brought out into the light the, the, the people who were hiding in the swamp all across our country came out with their hatred into the light and they are screaming it from the top of their lungs using megaphones so to make sure that the world the whole world hears them they promote it on social media they are telling us exactly what they want to do they hate the united states they want to transform the united states and so 
now we know who our enemy is. We can no longer pretend these people do not exist among us. What is so scary about uh, where we are now as a nation is right before Obama got elected, and this is something I discuss in both my books, and it's a video that I just put on my Twitter at Act Brigitte, for those who want to see it, about the Muslim Brotherhood. And I talk about how uh, the uh, our government and the and the Holy Land Foundation trial back in 2007, which is the largest terrorism trial ever in the history of the United States, where our government handed down 108 guilty verdicts to Muslim American and Muslim American organizations operating in the United States, raising money in America to send overseas to the Middle East to support terrorism. In that trial, they introduced a plan called the Muslim Brotherhood Project. It's a 100-year plan for radical Islam to infiltrate and dominate the West. The last page of the plan lists 29 Islamic organizations set up in the United States for the advancement of the Muslim Brotherhood plan. So our government handed down uh, 108 guilty verdict and many unindicted uh, co-conspirators, the indictment were going to be handed. We had an election in 2008 and we changed leadership. That's when Obama got elected. Immediately, Eric Holder, the attorney general for Obama, stopped the, the serving of all the indictment to all the unindicted co-conspirators, including CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations, and many others. So it was Obama who immediately put the kibosh and closed the lid on any information related to that trial. And instead of um, allowing people like us to continue educating the FBI, the Pentagon, uh, uh, US SOCOM, look, the speakers like me were educating uh, uh, and informing officers about what we are dealing with when it comes to the ideology of suicide bombers. Obama stopped us from speaking in different locations across the country to the military. And then on top of that, he started working with CARE. So do you, before we get to your organization and wrap up, I'd like to ask you, do you think that more Israelis, more American Jews are going to start pulling their funding out of American universities, out of Hollywood, out of all these organizations that seem to be anti-Israel and seem to hate Israel in this battle? Do you foresee more boycotting and then pulling out their, their support and their resources? Well, they already started doing that. Uh, and we made sure, uh, you know, we sent action alerts to our 2 million members nationwide, telling people uh, to stand with Israel, making sure we put pressure on members of Congress as well to pass legislation that will stand with Israel, continue the funding for Israel, uh, censure Rashida Tlaib. We, heard, we were behind that whole censorship issue with Rashida Tlaib. And I encourage people to go to our website, actforamerica.org, actforamerica.org and take action on many of our Act Now campaigns. We are working with many funders of universities within the Jewish community to stop their funding to these universities and to stop their funding to many radical leftist organizations who, instead of standing with Israel, showed up on the streets marching with the pro-Palestinians and the pro-Palestinian rallies. I think this was a wake-up call to the Jewish community. I hope, as you know, the Jewish community funded Antifa, 
funded Black Lives Matter, funded a lot of the radical leftist movement, funded the Women's March, uh, you know, on Washington DC, funded a lot of radical Islamic movement, uh, uh, leftist movement in the United States. So I hope that this wake up call is, is gonna make them realize that we are basically funding our demise and funding and empowering those who hate us, building the monster who turned against us. I hope they will stop. We are already seeing signs of that, especially mega donors pulling their money out of Harvard, out of Columbia, out of Stanford. Uh, and I hope these trends continue. Is there anything else other than visiting the website and getting educated that our audience can do to support your organization? Uh, people can make sure to sign up to, to receive our action alerts. We monitor bills coming down on the federal level and the state level, and we send them to you so you can take action. We not only educate you, we are all about action. This is entertainment. What you are watching right now is entertainment. That does not, this does not impact policy. This only educates you. What we do with Act for America, when you go to Act for America and make sure you sign up to receive our action alerts, is we make you a voice, a powerful voice affecting our nation by sending you information about bills where you can take action, such as censoring Rashida Tlaib, which we have already done, such as uh, separating the aid to Israel from Ukraine and everything else to make sure that the government will be held responsible as well as our elected officials. Make sure you take action on our many uh, take action campaign and support us if you are able. If you see value in the work that we do, please stand with us. We, we would love to have your financial support. We cannot do what we do without the support of people like you. Bridget Gabriel, powerful story, powerful voice, and a powerful message of get involved and act. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you, your time. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me with you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting conservative media. And don't ever forget that by remaining diligent and vigilant, we can continue to bring this country back to greatness. Let us pray that God continues to bless the United States of America and our efforts to bring it back to glory. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe by texting First Right to 30161. That's First Right, all caps, one word, to 30161.